Dear Lord Jesus, we ask you, Lord, to go into the Word with us now. And Lord, let every eye be open, every heart be open, and every ear be open to what you have to say in your Word. Lord, teach us your ways so that we may know and better understand how to be better servants for you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> I love reading the book of Daniel, and I think in this chapter, in chapter 1, it gives it shows us Daniel's heart. And his heart for not only God the Father, but also his heart to be a better witness for Father God. In the third year of the reign of King Je Jehoiakim, king of Judea, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, and the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judea, into his hand, with some of the articles of the house of God which he carried into the land of Shinar to the house of God. And he brought the articles into the treasure house of his God. Then the king instructed Ashpenaz, the master of the eunuchs, to bring the children of Israel and some of the king's descendants and some of his nobles, young men in whom there was no blemish, but good-looking, gifted in all wisdom, possessing knowledge and quickly understanding and quick to understand who had ability to serve in the kingdom king's palace and whom they might teach the language and literature of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed for them a daily provision of the king's delicacies and of the wine which he drank and three years of training for them so that at the end of that time, they might serve before the king. Now from among those of the sons of Judea were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. To them the chief of the eunuchs gave names. He gave Daniel the name 
Belshazzar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, to Ish, to Ishmael, excuse me, Mas, Masak, and to Azariah Abednego. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Sound familiar? Daniel chapter three. But Daniel pur purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself went with the portion of the king's delicacies. Daniel, excuse me, Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies, nor the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now God brought, now God had brought Daniel into favor and goodwill of the chief of the eunuchs. And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king who has appointed your food and drink. For should he see your faces looking worse than the young men who are your age, then you would endanger my head before the king. Now Daniel said to the steward whom the chief of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Ishmael, and Azariah, Please test your servants for ten days and let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance be examined before you, and the appearance of the young men who eat the king's portion of the delicacies. And, and as you see fit, so deal with your servants. So he contended with them in this matter and tested them for ten days. And at the end of ten days, their features better and fatter in the flesh than all the young men who ate the king's portion who ate the portions of the king's delicacies. Thus the steward took away their delicacies and wine that they were to drink and gave them vegetables. As for as for these four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature, wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Now at the end of the days when the king had said that they should be brought in, 
the chief of the eunuchs brought them before Nebuchadnezzar heard. Then the king interviewed them, and among all was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Ishmael, and Azariah, or Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore they served before the king in all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them. He found them ten times better than the magicians and the astrologers who were in all the realm. Thus Daniel continued until the first year of King Cyrus. Now you may ask and say, well, Scott, what, what, what does this all mean for today in today's society? Daniel had a way of of talking to kings and governors and leaders that was not disrespectful but he also had a way of telling those leaders at the same time look I'll abide by the rules as long as it doesn't go against my faith. You get where I'm going with this? They were respectful, but they stood up for their faith. They were obedient to God, but they were also obedient as long as it didn't go against God's will. And in that they found favor. Because it says in, in later on in that verse, in that chapter, it says, he found favor with the chief of the eunuchs. And the chief of the eunuchs went to Daniel and said, Daniel, if you don't eat this, I'm going the, the king's going to buy head me. The king's going to, the king's going to take my head. And Daniel said, okay. He said, test me. Test us. He said, you give the, the, the eunuchs and all other people what, what, you know the king's delicacies but you give us vegetables and water and if after that those 10 days we're not any healthier or look any better or do our job better then we'll eat the king's delicacies and we'll, we'll honor that not only were they found better in honoring God, they had favor in Father God's sight. 
and they were ten times better than the current astrologers or 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 magician. They were they were better in the God gave them wisdom and understanding. My point is when God tells us to do something He's going to provide us a way to do it. When the Lord gives you a job to do or a calling as he gave Daniel and he, as he gave simple people throughout the Bible he's going to provide you not only the way to do it but how to do it and give you the favor to do it without having to bend or bow or be disrespectful to the leaders or the leaders in those days I should say without being disrespectful again let me say and I said this a while ago my kids were getting really because they don't want to go to bed <laughs> it's past their bedtime um but Daniel had a way of fulfilling what God called him to do without boasting or without saying well that's what God wants me to do so I'm going to do it so you might as well you know he, he wasn't boastful. He wasn't prideful. He was respectful. But he did what God wanted him to do regardless. He didn't say, well, it's too tough. It, it's, um, you don't know what my situation is. They just took us over. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to go with them. I'm not going to continue. He could have walked away. He could have said, no, I'm going to walk away. I'm just going to continue doing what, what, what they're doing. And he could have said, continuing what they're doing is easier. But he didn't. He had a deep faith in God. And it brought him 
out of many situations. Daniel in the lion's den. And other situations. I mean, there are many situations. But his faith in God providing and God's favor. He had faith that God would give him the favor because he knew that no matter what, no matter how it looked, or no matter the circumstance, or no matter the situation, he knew his God was going to provide. And in the in verses of scripture in Daniel chapter 21, it says they were ten times better than the current astrologers and magicians than the bathers. And throughout the book of Daniel, we see that he gains favor and it continues. It's not just the one time thing. So, if Daniel can do it, we can do it. We just have to look back at how they approach things. The, the Old Testament and the New Testament gives us an example of how we should live our daily lives. How in those times they did not bend or bow but they still had circumstances they still had situations but they did not compromise their faith in their God or in Jesus Christ Thank you. I hope this has been a blessing. It's a Monday and it's crazy. But I hope that you get as much out of it as <laughs> um, Aaron wants to uh, Aaron wanted to, to say she apologized. We had an alarm go off, but everything's fine. Um, it's been a crazy Monday. And she apologized. Bless her sweetheart. She's been through a lot today. Um, but she's handled it like a trooper, as usual. Um, but getting back to what I was trying to say in this text and all throughout the Bible it shows examples of how the deck was set against them and people are saying well this is happening that's happening and this is happening and it is but it's nothing compared to what happened many, many, many years ago. It could be a whole lot worse. 
and it, 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 it didn't get that way. But what I'm saying is, our faith in God should not be determined by our current situation. Our faith in God should be our God rule in how to handle our current situation. And the way we do that is by reading God's word through prayer Reading the, excuse me, reading God's word and communicating with God through prayer. When we take that time to get one-on-one -on -one with the Lord Jesus and build that relationship, I heard I was scrolling through Facebook and I heard one of one of the players get asked a question and they asked him a question about religion and they said you know how does your religion play a role in this and so and this and so. He said to me, my relationship with Jesus Christ is not a religion. It's a relationship. And I think that's where he hit the nail on the head. That it's a relationship. Not a religion. When when we ask the Lord Jesus to come into our heart and be Lord and Savior of our life, it's a relationship. And it can be as big or as little as we allow it to be. It's, it's, it, and I've said this before, and I know that you've heard, heard it said before. It's like, well, it is. It, if you're going to build a relationship, you're going to spend time, you're going to get to know that person. And it's the same way. And, and, getting closer with Jesus. You're going to read the word more. You're going to pray more. You're going to build your relationship one-on-one -on -one with the Lord Jesus. And that is the key. And that is what Daniel did. That is what many people throughout the Bible did. And that is what we should do as Christians today. We should not just do it on Sunday and Wednesday. 
or when we enter the church doors. It should be an everyday thing. And with that, I will let you go. Have a blessed week, and we'll see you next week.